You're tuned in to Atlanta Fringe Audio, the podcasting network of the Atlanta Fringe Festival. Want to win a couple of free tickets to the Atlanta Fringe Festival June 5th through 11th? Enjoy Fringe Audio and fill out the Fringe Audio crossword puzzle. It's that easy. 10 winners will be selected. Check out the description box for all the details or visit atlantafringe.org fringe dash audio. Now for the show. It's for general audiences. It may contain mild language, but has no overt violent or sexual content. Sometimes it's so quiet, you can hear the snow falling. I look into the frozen tundra that is our yard, and I can feel the earth slowly exhaling, finally permitting herself to sleep beneath a decadent blanket of lamb-like fluff. The sound of solitude is the whisper of ice accumulating, the drone of the refrigerator, the echo of my own brain between my ears. Usually I'd watch a Netflix original holiday movie to avoid myself, A Christmas Prince, The Night Before Christmas with a K, A Christmas Cocoa Kiss. However, tonight, The TV is a black mirror, reflecting my shadow self back at me. It's Christmas Eve. As a child, I would be on high alert, listening for the pitter-patter of hooves on our roof, for the sound of Santa's heavy boots, the crunch of sugar cookies, the gulping of milk, the rustle of gifts under our artificial tree. It is believed that during the Yuletide, which is December 21st through January 1st, the veil between worlds is thin, like Samhain. Hence the tradition of ghost stories at Christmas. The dead return to bring us messages or comfort us at the darkest time of the year. So tonight, instead of the elf, I listen for you. I and my kerchief Without you in your cap, and my brain won't settle for a long winter's nap. I can't risk missing you. The holidays are weird when someone is absent. We human beings are creatures of habit, and we want to continue with our traditions, make it the way it always has been. But now there's this... this hole, and everything unwinds around it. And you're left chasing a ghost. Are you there? I'm lighting a candle. 
creature is stirring. I don't think you realized I was serious when I told you to haunt me. We had been married about a week, and I remember lying awake and listening to you sleep, feeling so incredibly lucky to share a bed with you for the rest of our lives. And then that joy shifted to fear. Oh my God, till death to us part. I could never lose you now that I have you. And the next morning I kissed you and said, if you die first, you have to haunt me. You laughed and kissed my forehead and said, I love you. I said it again. I don't know if you heard me. You were cold at that point, lying on a metal table, naked and gray, with a gash across your face from the broken glass, the doctor told me. Your nose was broken from the steering wheel, your left arm crushed. The doctor said, He didn't suffer. Take comfort in that. He died on impact. But I wanted to scream. No! I wish he had suffered. That would have meant he was alive. That would have meant I could have held him, kissed him, been with him as he died. And instead he was alone. Alone in the dark. But no words came out. I fell into you, laid my head on your strong chest, which used to rise and fall with your breath and thunder with your big heart. Now, it remains still. I told you then, in your ear, don't leave me. Haunt me. I know it's selfish. I just want to be with you so badly. Eleven years wasn't long enough. I just want a sign. Please. Honey? Jesus, Chester! Get out of the tree! No! No! Shoot! Shoot! Well, Chester still loves the tree, as you can see. Remember when he'd just stare at the Yule log on the TV like it was a real fireplace? <laughs> and you'd put on Nat King Cole's Christmas album. Oh, and we'd slow dance in the glow of electric flames and twinkling Christmas lights. I felt so safe protected by the fortress of your arms. In that moment, nothing else existed. It was our little world. And Chester's. <laughs> Only interrupted by the disembodied hand putting another log on the fire. Ghosts are very romantic, aren't they? I mean, romantic in the classic sense of the word. There's a yearning and a pining involved with ghosts. Feeling so big 
that they made an imprint in time. Something that we can't explain scientifically, but just have faith in existence. There's a gorgeous nostalgia to them. Forever frozen in time. I have this fantasy that you appear like ghosts in movies, semi-translucent, an aura of light around the edges of your form, scary and beautiful all at once. And somehow you can hold my hand, which I imagine vibrates with ethereal energy, like a firefly. Yet I haven't seen you once. I haven't felt you visiting. Even when you died, I woke up in a cold sweat, but I didn't feel you. Didn't see you shining like a lantern in a storm. I felt... alone. Honey, please don't be unfair. I have hung your stocking with care. Baby, please don't ghost me. Okay, now I know you're not here. You'd have thrown a plate if you'd heard that pun. Think about it. Who would Scrooge be without his ghosts? He'd remain unchanged, doomed to the prophecy of Christmas yet to come. Don't leave me to the same fate. Visit me wearing the chains you wore in life, or in a cloak with judgmental skeletal fingers. Tap at my window, make the wind say my name. Haunt me like Scrooge. Haunt me like Heathcliff. Haunt me like Sarah Winchester. Was that you? I don't see you. If I squint my eyes and look at the Christmas tree, the lights blur into little white stars. I thought if I changed my perception, maybe I'd find you. Like when you lose your keys and you look everywhere for them, and just when you give up and sit down, you discover they were in the most obvious place the whole time. Maybe you're right in front of me. Honey, please be right in front of me. Thanks, Chester. Yes, it is time for bed. Sweetie, I need to extinguish the candle. <sighs> but I'll leave the tree lights on for you. I will nestle all snug in our bed 
but I don't think visions of sugar plums will dance in my head. Just promise me, if you come, that you'll cause a clatter. I don't want to miss you. I already do that all the time. What does missing someone sound like? It sounds like one set of footsteps in a dim hall. Sounds like a joke with no laughter. The blips and blips of mindlessly clicking through TV channels. It sounds like needles falling off Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. A final voicemail on repeat. This bed is so big without you. And so damn cold. The sheets are like ice. Oh, I loved curling up into your heat and falling asleep. Here's a secret. I haven't washed your pillowcase because it still smells like you. Okay, I'm going to stop talking to myself. I'm starting to feel like an Edgar Allan Poe character. Jesus! What button did I push now? Wait. That's not my phone. That's... Downstairs? Are you here? I don't see you. Everybody knows. I don't have to see you. I can feel you. The air is electric. Like fireflies. Thank you for listening to Special One Lit's Christmas Spirit, The Ghost You Want to Haunt You. Written by, narrated, and designed by Nissa Nordland Morgan. Features the vocal talent of Zach Morgan and Taj Ruler. Happy solstice to all, and to all, a good night. We would like to thank our Atlanta Fringe audio sponsor, Could Be Pretty Cool, a production company whose mission is to inspire community building through the arts. You can binge all of our audio shows at atlantafringe.org slash fringe dash audio or wherever you enjoy your podcasts.